Hello, my name is Joseph Carlson, and this is episode 170 of the Gaming with Grief podcast. I want to remind you guys before we start that this podcast will hit my website, www.gamingwithgrief.com, Monday morning at 7 a.m. Please go there and let me know what you think of the show. You can also subscribe to the podcast on either Apple iTunes, the Google Play Store, or Spotify. Uh, the audio version of the podcast will hit YouTube uh, Monday morning at 7 a.m., just like it will on the website. You can also write to me at gwgpodfellows at gmail.com, and I'm on Twitter at JustLittleJoe. Uh, and like always, I will try to be better about uh, promoting the episode. Um, but yeah, so this, it took a little bit, uh, last episode I talked a little bit about mental health. Um, I, was, it was, I was having a hard time trying to sleep. So I actually finished To the Moon. It's only about a four and a half hour game, and we're going to get into some spoilers. So to I set up the game a little bit in my uh, initial impressions uh, episode a few episodes ago, but what I'm going to say right now is basically you are two doctors, uh, Rose, Evelyn Rose, and um, uh, you know what? My brain just, my thought just left my brain. Uh, there's Dr. Neil, I want to say. Uh, he's very smarmy. They go to a man's house named Johnny um, Wild, I think, with a W-Y-L-D-E. Uh, he is on his deathbed, and you basically um, are helping this man uh, fulfill his dying wish. So it's a little bit like Memento. So what, what these people do is they plug in, just like Memento, and they go inside uh, Johnny's mind. And they're trying to go through his life and figure out, uh, you know, his memories. Because the last thing he wanted to do before he died is go to the moon. He actually wanted to go to the moon. So they're not changing a timeline. They're just changing his memories to make him think that he went to the moon. So he can, like, fulfill that. Like a, like a mental bucket list item. Uh, what happens is you basically, through his memories, find out that he was dating someone named River with a rare condition. So the best they could do when they met when they were young is they met near a lighthouse. And Johnny said, you know what, why don't we build a house here at the lighthouse and we could always look out um, and see the stars at night because basically that's how they met. They met when they were very young. Uh, they both looked at the stars. There's a great scene uh, where they basically just talk about the stars and how each star is like a lighthouse that looks upon each other. Um, this was developed in Game Maker. I think I mentioned this in my impressions. I don't want to go into it too much, but I'll say I am messed with Game Maker, and it is amazing the type of game they have made. Uh, I find it very uh, amazing with the small amount of tools they have that they're able to pull this game out. This game is very heartfelt. Uh, you realize through the game that River has a terminal illness. They really don't talk about it, uh, what it is. It's just a terminal illness. And that Johnny has had to basically take care of her, and that set a lot of his, um, you know, his life back. And through the course of the game, spoilers, you realize that something is kind of off with Johnny, and you realize that there is a part of his memory that is basically being blocked off through a medical procedure. Uh, you being mental doctors, you get very upset that you've been lied to, and you find out that, in fact, Johnny had a lot of trauma when he was young, and what happened was his twin brother was hit and killed uh, in a car accident. He basically, his kid was playing on the road and somebody was backing up and they weren't paying attention and they, they hit his brother and killed him. And this basically affected his life. Uh, set him on a path of, um, you know, he met River and all this. And what I find really amazing about it is 
there's this moral thing in it between the two doctors. Neil's kind of a brat. I actually didn't like it. I, 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 uh, I understand in some RPGs there's always like that character that is incredibly smarmy and brat-like. But I, I just didn't like Neil. It, it just, you know, after three hours of him basically nagging and giving um, the other Dr. Rhodes a hard time, I was just tired. I was like, I don't, this guy isn't as funny as he thinks he is. But um, they do talk about these moral things about, because uh, the female Dr. Rose, if I'm getting her, hopefully I get her name right, she realizes that they can actually remove River from his memory to allow him to do certain things in his life to go to the moon, to go to school, to study, instead of, you know, waste time trying to go to the movies and spending all of his time trying to pursue River in his early life, he instead turned to studying and really wanted to go to the moon. Um, and what's great is they kind of fast forward a lot of his memories early on, uh, after they make this change, and then they realize they see him in NASA, and of course them being mental wizards, they can go inside his brain, a la... Um, memento and insert themselves and like watch his memories they do this towards the end and this is kind of the coolest part of the game I think was I mean it should be the end but this was the end where they walk through NASA uh, Johnny's going on a tour he's seeing how everything's being put together you know uh, people are telling him well you know it's kind of docile right now and there's not a launch going well the launch it's pretty amazing they show him the centrifuge and what happens is it fast forwards a little bit in his memories and you uh, get to see him launch a shuttle. I can't believe they did this in Game Maker 16-bit again, but there's a great scene where they have extra headsets they give to Johnny's family who are in the real world. So they're basically all standing around Johnny at his deathbed. They put the helmets on him, they go in the memory, and they, everybody stands there and watches the rocket launch off because he made it to NASA and he's able to fly to the moon. The end is really good. There's a really great ending song. And, you know, I don't know if, like, this stuff is possible or whatever. And I think I've said it before, but, like, you know, if you lose people or people in your life tragically pass away, which is redundant, you lose someone, you know, you want to spend the most amount of time with them as possible. You want to have those great heartfelt moments. You want to spend every moment with them and you miss them. But I think this is an interesting take on, yeah, we can fulfill your final wish, but it's not, we're not like rewriting time. Although it's messing with someone's memory, they do talk about there's legal documents and personal signs. So it's kind of above board for them to say, no, this is what we're doing. We're, you know, we're doing this and this is how it's, uh, this is what's happening. You know, we don't want to get sued. There's certain things we do. Anyway, I like all this because basically there's a lot of twists and turns in the story. I got a little bogged down in it. Um, some of the symbolism I don't think I quite grasp. But to get to that final shot where everybody's standing on the bridge and watching Johnny fulfill his wish of going to the moon uh, was really great. One of the last shots is even a 16-bit version of River and Johnny holding hands. Now you could say, so Joe, you forgot something. I thought River was removed from his memory. No, uh, the doctor said, I didn't remove him. I just moved her so what happens is when Johnny's training at NASA River comes in and said I'm a new cadet and so like the doctor says you know we can move her to a different place there's always a different River but she, he only had one brother and um, you flash back now that his brother is alive because all those things have you know 
whatever. They made his brother alive. Uh, his brother wanted to be a writer. He's a famous writer. Johnny's watching his brother be a writer. Uh, everything kind of worked out. And it is a great way to end a really heartfelt game that I don't know, like, overall discusses grief. But it's that moment, I think we always want to think of the people in our lives that have passed. If we've been there the moment they passed or maybe a day or two, that you hope there was some solace in it. Because if there's sickness involved, if maybe there's unanswered questions, maybe it's sudden. Especially if it's something really sudden like a car accident. I mean, I can't imagine. But the actual ass of passing away, I mean, I'd want there to be some peace and some rest and solace knowing that the person you cared about very much was at peace and then they went to sleep, basically. So whatever you feel about the afterlife is what you feel. But I think um, this game does a good job of showing the melancholy of those moments and that they did the best they could and tried to give him um, what they could. And I really appreciate that. And I think there is this weird sweet spot where I wish more games would kind of, um, you know, share this melancholy a little bit more. And I'm kind of sad that most games, I mean, I'm happy that most games will deal with grief and everything, but this moment of profound sadness, but like, hey, we're just trying to do right by him. This is basically like a last will and testament. I thought it was really effective. And um, although I spoiled a little bit of the game, go play it. I think I got it for like, I think it's normally like 4 to $10 on Steam. I don't know if it's on any other platforms, but it is definitely worth it. Um, there's a few spots I got stuck at the detection of like what item you click on is a little bit off because obviously they're using tools that are provided. It sounds like they had some programmers, but you know, if you didn't write the software, how are you able to like, if, and no, I need this to be this. It's like, well, we can only do X, Y, and Z. We can't do, you know, we can't move the whole house. We can only move where the windows and the doors are. Something like that I think is good, but please go play it and, uh, you know, enjoy the game. And I hope uh, you know, it, it felt good to play this and to have a game that didn't make me break down and cry. Like, it was just a good feeling when I got done with it. So, uh, I think with that, uh, it's a little bit of a short episode, but it was a shorter game. So everybody have a good week. Uh, but I want to remind you guys before this ends that this podcast will have my website, www.gamewithgrief.com, Monday morning at 7 a.m. Please go there. Let me know what you think of the show. You could subscribe to the podcast on either Apple iTunes, the Google Play Store, or Spotify. And the audio of the podcast is even on YouTube, and it'll hit day and date with the audio uh, for the website, so 7 a.m. Monday morning. You can also write to me at gwgpodfellows at gmail.com. Go there, write me a letter, let me know what you think of the show, or a letter, write me an email. And you can find me on Twitter at Joe. So with that, I will leave you guys. Have a good week, and we'll talk to you guys again next week. <laughs>